7.32, May 5th, Children's Day. Did you also know it's actually Ependymoma Awareness Day, which is um, more than just a coincidence for us this morning. The, the term Ependymoma may sound very new to you. It, it refers to a primary central nervous system tumour. But sitting next to me in the studio is a family, or part of a family, who've had to get to know this rather too well. Dr. Stelios Plenotis, who actually is known to me as Stelios, someone I've been able to get to know here in Seoul. Good morning to you. Good morning, and thank you for inviting us. Because uh, we say us, we're sitting next to you is Nikitas. Hello, Nikitas. Hi. Happy Children's Day. It's the substitute holiday today, so I'm sure you'll get the most of it. And, um, I mean, can you just introduce a little bit, Stelios, first, your story? Um, I mean, because I, I met you first before this diagnosis. Uh, our, our children were going to school together. Correct. And uh, it was shocking to me when you first said that Nikitas had been going backwards and forwards for medical treatment. Um, and... I was very touched that you were listening to this show on your way to the medical treatment. Correct. Your, your radio show was part of, the, of our story, somehow. Uh, I'll introduce myself. Uh, firstly, good morning to everyone and thank you for inviting us. Uh, I, uh, we originate from the island of Crete in Greece. Uh, I've been living in uh, several places, in London, in uh, Malaysia, uh, representing a uh, firm specializing in uh, sustainable, uh, high-performance green buildings. We've been in uh, Korea since 2014 for for five years. And you have gotten to know many things. You've immersed yourself, I think, um, in the local culture. You've been a very positive influence on the people around you. But then came this diagnosis. What was the story there? I I know you told me before that uh, Nikitas was having dizzy spells. You start to wonder what's going on here. Correct, correct. Uh, for about two months, uh, Nikita was complaining about headaches. Uh, we, we had several visits to doctors. We had around six, six different uh, visits, different doctors. And uh, it was only until, uh, until May 5th, or it was uh, until we got results from MRI showing uh, a golf-sized tumor in his head. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's horrendous to think of a diagnosis like that, uh, absolutely frightening at any age. Nikitas, what was it like for you, and even talking about this now, it must feel very strange to you to have everyone talking about you. Is it strange? Not so. I guess you're used to it now, are you? Can, yeah. Can, can you tell us a little bit um, what it was like for you going, going to the hospital? For those I, first checkups, I felt very brave and strong. You felt very brave and strong. How did you feel brave? What was it that you did? Did you talk to your daddy and your mummy about what was going on? Yeah. I think, Stelios, it's interesting. Kids just have this attitude towards life sometimes that adults yes, could correct. learn a lot from, <laughs> right? Correct, correct. Um, so at first it was misdiagnosed. Let's let's get back onto the the next part of the story. So Nikitas was almost six at the time that this was going on. Um, Nikitas, how old are you now? Uh, and this is always a difficult question. Six Korea. and a half. Okay, but often kids, you ask them in Korea, and they'll give you two <laughs> ages, right? Tell us, but six and a half in 
in Western. In yeah. Western age. Yeah. Uh, so um, you went uh, to the doctor. You were misdiagnosed as a benign type. As a benign you? type, correct. Uh, the first diagnosis we got was not as uh, as worrying. Of course, it was very worrying. Well, because uh, even a benign tumor, when it's in the brain, could be very dangerous. Yeah, right? it was very dangerous. Nikita was rushed to the to the surgery because uh, because he had uh, liquid built up due to the tumor. That was the cause of of his headaches. So uh, he had the first surgery uh, just days after we received the the first MRI results, and uh, after we received. Uh, after receiving the uh, after the first surgery, we got to know that it was actually not to be night, but it was a, a dangerous, dangerous tumor. Let's bring in uh, a medical expert on this as well on the line, and we can continue the conversation, both of you uh, as well. Doctor Amar Kajar out of St Jude Children's Research Hospital. Uh, it's a U.S. facility uh, that, that specializes in treating and researching pediatric brain cancer. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Kajar. Hi, my pleasure. So um, we've been hearing from Stelios and Nikitas uh, what could be a very frightening time. Nikitas has approached this with amazing bravery throughout. Is that something that you see a lot from, from children when they approach a potentially serious diagnosis? Uh, absolutely right. So it's it's uh, the children, despite the seriousness of their uh, diagnosis uh, and what they face as far as surgery and further treatments, are mostly upbeat and um, very positive about their health. And can you just explain to us further exactly what? Appendimoma is. We hear of a brain tumor, and often we don't distinguish between benign or malignant. Uh, we don't necessarily either distinguish between the many kinds of even malignant tumor. Uh, how dangerous is, right. is this particular one? Um, and and what's the prognosis like once you're in the position of having gone through successful surgery? Yeah. So. Appendimoma is a fairly common uh, pediatric brain tumor. It accounts for about uh, 10 to 12% of all brain tumors we see in children. It occurs in uh, three locations, one at the back of the head, what we know as the posterior fossa, one on the top of the head, which is known as the supratentorial space, and the third location is in the spine. In the children, mostly they are posterior fossa tumors, which account for about 75 to 80% of the tumors. 15% of the tumors are in the supratentorial space, and then about 5% of the tumors are in the spine. Following surgical resection, the treatment requires radiation, and in most cases, uh, chemotherapy. Uh, without appropriate treatment, um, unfortunately, these tumors uh, will recur, and uh, once they recur, they're often not curable. But at this point, Stelios, because when we hear words like that, they can be frightening, but at this point, you, through your very diligent efforts as a parent, including reaching out to Dr. Gajar for consultation, I might add, you, you right. ensured that your son did get appropriate treatment. 
Yes, uh, we the first uh, recommendation we received from the from a surgeon from the first surgeon was that the, the residual was uh, at a very difficult location and it was too risky to to resect. So the, we were prescribed to proceed with uh, radiotherapy despite having about 10% of the tumor remaining. Uh, we reached out, asked many uh, possible opinions as we could. Uh, I, we literally read every single research published on ependymoma, a disease that we had no idea about a month ago. And uh, one of the people we contacted was, uh, was uh, Dr. Radar, Uh, and the CERN Foundation, uh, a NPO that specializes in ependymoma, and uh, we received several opinions. The most, uh, most of the opinions agreed that we had to, to proceed with a second surgery. And tell us a bit more about the process of that treatment to, to where we are now, if you would. We, uh, we decided to change, uh, to, to change the hospital and... Uh, and Uh, have the second surgery done by a doctor who believed in the believed more in the in the uh, success of a second surgery and despite the risks we decided to to proceed because it was most uh, important for us was to to get rid of uh, any residual in line with what uh, the international community was advising so uh, so the, we had the second surgery which was uh, 100% successful Uh, managed to remove all the tumor without any deficit. Amazing. And Wonderful to hear. Dr. Gajar, if I can just ask you one more question. In that situation now, can Nikitas... Uh, you know, it, it's so strange for me to talk about Nikitas when he's sitting a, a alongside me in the third person and looking so bright and so uh, excitable, just like my own son at the same age. Um, what's the... Um, The situation then, can Nikita's go on and just embrace life like anybody else at this point? Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously the, the, the key advice that the family followed uh, prior to radiation therapy was to uh, get all the tumor out because that is one of the key factors which uh, influence cure rate and that is across studies which have been done all over the world. Uh, North America, Europe, Asia, Australasia, all over the place. Um, I think um, we are now at the point where now we're doing molecular studies on these tumors to, fur to further refine outcome and further refine our therapies for the future. But at this point, uh, we hope and pray that the Kita does well, doesn't have to look back at this uh, and go forward uh, with her life and zest and pursue her dreams. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to have you on the line with us, Dr. Amar Gajal from St. Jude okay. Children's Research Hospital. Uh, thank you, and uh, thank you for having me over. Let's bring you back in, Stelios. Um, one of the things I know that you wanted to do is to raise awareness of what is a relatively common condition among the, the brain tumors that children face, but I guess adults as well. Uh, do you want to see parents taking symptoms more seriously or is your primary message that they shouldn't give up hope if a doctor tells them that they're going to have to leave 10% of the tumor in for example or is it a bit of both yeah it's a bit of both uh, and uh, also uh, i 
because when we deal with a rare tumor, we have to understand that uh, no one, no one ever heard about this kind of tumor or any any disease unless you got or, or a loved one gets. Uh, that creates uh, that has complications. Uh, it causes uh, worse prognosis because uh, it's more difficult to understand the, to recognize the symptoms, but also creates sometimes misunderstandings, creates stigma sometimes. Uh, about those who have who have the disease, so uh, awareness is a key is a key point uh, to raise uh, research funds to uh, to help people fight against and to uh, to improve outcomes. Nikitas, again, you're sitting here looking totally relaxed, totally positive, as I've always seen you like that. Um, what's it like for you being in the studio? You were listening to this show. I can't imagine what it's like for a six-year-old to listen to this morning every day, but that's what you were doing uh, on your way to treatment. And here you are in the studio. How do you find it? Cool. Cool. Well, this is the same the same kind of attitude that you've had that's helped you overcome your condition. What did you do for Children's Day yesterday? Um, make, like, a uh, pie, like something, and... It had, like, cheese inside and vegetables. So you're still enjoying your food very much. I mean, you just had Easter, which I know you celebrated, Nikitas, and you come from a Greek-Latvian family. Stelios, this is Family Month in Korea. Is it something that you feel that you really embrace? Yes, certainly, certainly. And we are fortunate to have a third, uh, a fifth member of our family uh, just born uh, a month ago. So uh, it was a very important important for us and uh, especially celebrating uh, today uh, the, and yesterday the Children's Day having uh, Nikitas here healthy is a very very important important thing for us. A, a huge blessing it is and your family continues to grow as you say we wish you all the best with that. I, I know that your your wife and your uh, daughter have been going through this all uh, with you. We wish you all the best going forward. Um, Thank you so much. And your Korean journey continues as well. well look, maybe we'll catch up with you again from your own professional interests in the future, Stelios. Thank you so much. And good luck, Nikitas. Do you, do you have one final... Look, Nikitas, let me ask you. Do you have one final message that you want to send to all the children out there on this Children's Day weekend? Mm, yeah. Go on then. What do you want to say? Uh, happy Children's Day. Happy Children's Day indeed. Thank you very much, Stelias and uh, Nikitas. Wonderful to have you with us. Thank you so much. Happy Children's Day. And uh, if anyone's listening now and you've got your own challenging story that you'd like to mention during family month or you'd like to send out your own messages of support to Nikitas, we'll make sure he gets them. Pound of sharp, 1013 for 51 per message. For now, though, our news bite with Isu Young.